welcome to the Late Night Layover Podcast, where your host, Raul and Ryan. And you know where to find us, same time every week. Uh, today, we're just going to talk about a little of the stuff that's gone on this past four days, because we are recording a little bit early, uh, because we're going to be busy this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's very good. So in the past four days, what has happened on your end, huh? Oh, not... Truth be told, not a whole lot, except for pretty much the last uh, 17, 18 hours. It's when most of my week has happened. I heard Uh, you're on fire. Sorry, what? I heard you're on fire. You caught fire at some point? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was on fire. Uh, I was was burning. I I, I was feeling the heat, you know? And are you okay? Oh, I'm good. I'm all good. Uh, no, I went to a fire. Uh, my friend was just like, hey, I'm going to do a fire because I just kind of feel like it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll go with that for a little bit. And then I remember we had to do this. <laughs> I like how you said a friend was throwing a fire. He was just hanging out. He was having a fire, invited some boys over to... I guess watch the fire. What is he burning? What's going on? Listen, I'm. You, you... Oh, this, I'm this black and Puerto Rican from the. To you. Yeah, I'm from the Bronx. I'm black and Puerto Rican, so I am the universal minority. I've never so, heard of coming to watch a fire. If a fire is happening, uh, there's a problem. It, it, it's like having a campfire, but it's in the backyard. And just... What is a backyard? Another foreign concept. God, this is another foreign concept. So first, I need you to explain backyard, and then I'm gonna need to know campfire. <laughs> okay, is that how backyards you backyards uh... are yards that uh-huh. generally are a part of houses? Do I need to explain what a house is? No, I've seen it. I'm a, I'm aware of the concept of the house. <laughs> so. You, you have a fire pit in your backyard. You throw you, it's like cinder nope. blocks, some round cinder blocks, or sometimes square cinder blocks. Whatever, you, what, whatever shape you're feeling, triangle uh-huh. cinder blocks. I'm sure you can find them. You can make some. Probably hard. Just get the square ones or the round ones. And you put some kindling. You put some wood. You burn that bitch. You might if you, if you're feeling frisky, you get some weenies. You know, roast them over the fire. Some you make some s'mores with the weenies. Not with the weenies. You you, you get like a marshmallow. You get some graham crackers and generally some chocolate. I'm a big fan of having some Jersey milk. Uh, uh I'm sorry. Did you say Jersey milk? Jersey milk. Is that like muscle milk? No. Uh, what is a, a Jersey a brand? Milk. Jersey milk. Chocolate bars. Uh, they're made by a company called Nilsson. Okay, first off, I didn't think it was going to be a chocolate bar. I thought it was actual milk imported no. from New Jersey. No, it is the... It... Here, I'll just post it, post it in the chat. It's a Jersey milk. Uh, oh, that is the fanciest candy bar I've ever seen in my life. I know, and they don't cost a whole lot, but they're like that looks like a movie poster, honestly. 
it kind of like they're like the fanciest chocolate bars I've ever seen. Even though they don't like cost a whole lot, they're just like something you get when you like on a special occasion. Like, oh, I'm gonna get myself a Jersey milk. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you here. I was joking about not knowing what a backyard is. However, as a kid watching Disney Channel movies, the the concept of the s'more was so foreign to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm it's sure a, you've seen a yeah. TV show and you see yeah. the kids and they get the graham crackers and they put the chocolate and they put a marshmallow. First off, using a whole slab of chocolate on one small little s'more thingy, that is such a foreign concept. I could not imagine wasting that much chocolate on a single slice. The other thing is, uh, we didn't have a campfire. So we had... We had to put that on the stove and realistically uh, in the microwave. I've oh, never God. seen an open flame in my whole life. Like not even like just the barrel under the bridge that's on fire. <laughs> no, it's far too rainy all the time for that. <laughs> but yeah, the, the s'more is such a wonderful and secret and it's it's for another class of people. I've never had a s'more in my life. You know what I? You know when I tasted s'mores for the first time? Mm-hmm. Uh, cereal. They made a s'mores cereal. Um, oh my God. flavor. I've still never had a s'more. I've never had graham crackers. No, I'd like if you ever find yourself up here, like for one, gotta take you take you to a fire. And, uh, Take me we'll, to we'll a fire. Some s'mores. Uh, like Hershey's has uh, like these s'more packs. They come with graham crackers. And they come with the chocolate. And I'm not sure if they, they might. They probably should come with. Actually, I think you buy like the pack, and then you gotta like go get the uh, the marshmallows separate. That is from from Hershey. Yeah, Hershey. Like they well, first off, I packs. don't want Hershey's anything. For Hershey's is for poor people. I'm never touching a Hershey again. I want the Jersey milk. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to see a Hershey bar again. Those Hershey bars are just in plain brown packaging. Uh, it's like a dollar for two of them. Disgusting. I'm not touching it. I want a Nielsen Jersey milk. Milk chocolate. Chocolate all late. All late? All light? You can get yourself a Nelson a Jersey milk for $2 That's a lot of calories, the, though. Yeah, for $2 at the Candy Fun House. Cost the almost $3 on Amazon.ca. Wait, I'm not in California. I almost said California. <laughs> I'm not in, uh, in Canada, though. Yeah, so probably would be less in America. Not less. Let's see. Nelson. Jersey Mike. Jersey Milk. Oh, what? Why is our packaging uh slightly different? Weirdly different. Are you ready for this $40 bad boy? A 24 pack. Oh, a 24 pack. 
45 grams per pack. It's made, made in Canada. In Canada. Too. So that's what's up. It seems like Nilsson might be under that. Uh, oh, these these are Canadian, huh? Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't realize it. I, it's under the uh, Cadbury. It's under the Cadbury umbrella. Oh, that makes so much. Wait, Cadbury is Canadian? Oh, they're British, but uh, like they do a lot of stuff in Canada. Somebody should tell this uh, this reviewer who says my favorite chocolate beats British and U.S. chocolates hand down. Yeah, uh, Cadbury was established in 1824 in Birmingham. Or, yeah, Birmingham. That's so long ago. I don't even think I was born yet. No, I that I I mean, are you almost 200 years old? Uh, honestly, there's no way to tell. Um, but that said, uh, I would totally love to, you know, come camp, eat a s'more. Then when we're done, we set the camp on fire. We head back into the city. <laughs> it sounds like such a great time out in uh, Canada. Have uh, you decided yeah. whether or not you're going to be going uh, going on your little expedition? I'm probably not going to do it. Not this probably year. Probably not going to do it. You know what you could year. do instead? Maybe, maybe next year. Who knows? You know, what you, you know what you could do instead? Come you down could here. start... Nah, you should start streaming. I'm gonna start streaming. I'm I'm gonna make it regular. I got a, another monitor coming. Oh, one of the hardest parts. One of the hardest parts about being creative, and no creative will tell you this because it's a secret. One of the hardest parts is when you only have a single monitor. Because you know I understand that. I need to be inspired while I'm working. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't so yeah. bad when I had the the big old 4K TV with the streams because like. I'm doing a lot of channel art. I'm doing a lot of logo design and I, I like to have it up on the second screen. I like to have things that I find inspirational. I like to have streamers that I like, see how theirs uh, is set up and kind of make my decisions based on that. When I yeah. don't have that, I'm tabbing out. And when I tab out to go like gather my inspiration, I'm wasting time. I'm getting lost in the sauce. All of a sudden it's 30 minutes later. Uh, I stopped working on the project and I focused on uh, all this looking through stuff. But when I can see something and I go, that's pretty cool. I'd like to recreate it in illustrator or Photoshop. Boom. New, new thing. I made the logo in like an hour, maybe after yeah. seeing, uh, a couple different logos. If I wonder if people can guess, uh, the inspiration of my logos. I have no idea. Um, Hmm. Cause it's like the, it's kind of like that wiry globe. With the, uh, yeah, it's the wire globe. A paper. lot of a lot of different com- See, the reason I was comfortable taking it is because I I have two different places where I saw it. It's not the same one. I didn't just copy paste it or nothing. Yeah. I actually figured out how to make a globe, and it's very easily uh, identifiable as a different globe. Um, but one is the Energy Team, run by Hex, used to be the head of Octa Gaming, and the other is. Uh, is it Transworld? I think Transworld, the skating company, they both had that black and white aesthetic with the globe, and I'm like, that's that looks great. Transworld so I took skateboarding. To, yeah, Transworld skateboarding. But I think, uh, let me see, Transworld skateboarding. I think the logo that I took wasn't for the actual oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, board company. It was for the yeah, it was for the uh, the studios. TWS. Yeah, I think mine is mine is unique enough to 
not be taking anything from this. But yeah, God, I, I just think... loved how it looked. Yeah, I think it is like unique enough, and especially with the paper airplane, which that's such a nice touch. That is that to me that brought it together. The NRG logo as well as black and white, but they have their their text just straight across the globe, and I really did not want to do that for ours. Mm -hmm. But that's one thing I I will say. Uh, I've been I've been trying to be creative over the last past few days. I made all my channel art. Uh, I got a monitor on the way. Um, I was lucky enough to get a little donation for the monitor. Uh, and then it's time for streams. I might do mornings, but I think you should stream with me. I think you should uh, come on a online uh, video game expedition and we just try some stuff, man. Listen, I'm, right? I'm in on that. I'm down. Did you ever get Warzone uh, up and running? So, like, it, it was last night after, like, I was going to bed when I, it kind of hit me. And I was like, mm -hmm. wait, my computer, my current computer barely could run Black Ops 4. How the fuck is it going to run Warzone? I mean, you're right. You're right. Uh, that could be a problem. And I did, like, do a benchmark test, and my computer was just not going to meet, like, the requirements for even minimum. Ooh, that's hard. Like, like, run it, and it will, like, be okay for me to play. Like, even at minimum settings, like, oh, fuck. I really need to get, in, like, build a PC if I want to, yeah. you know, play. If I want to play Warzone with my boys. And you should, or I mean, you you still do have your PS4. I do, I do. I just have and to I know I out. know that live was a concern, not live. What's it called on PSN? Uh, PS Plus. PS Plus. I know that was a concern, but apparently you don't need that for Warzone, so it's completely free. Oh, sick. Well, luckily, going back to my my week a little bit, or at least the past past day, basically, my week was a mm -hmm. day. So. This morning, uh, well, we were up to like what five, five we miles time, like, six your time probably. I didn't go to sleep either. I stayed up for another maybe six hours. Yeah, so I tried going to sleep for a little bit, and I wanted to go to sleep a lot earlier because I had to drive my sister to work, mm -hmm. uh, and she had to go to work at like seven in the morning. So I was like, all right, I can get like maybe an hour, and I got maybe about thirty minutes of like good sleep. But then I had to wake up. So, running on fumes, get her down there. Uh, notice that there is a ape on the uh, on this uh, building, like a like a fake ape, like a statue of an ape. And I'm like, oh my okay, God, I thought you were gonna say gorilla. there was an ape on the loose. <laughs> I was like, how 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 did an ape get here? What the fuck? What the hell is going on here? Am, I'm, am I seeing things? Is it, am I seeing things like Snake at the start of fucking Phantom Paint where he sees a fucking <laughs> fire whale? <laughs> Is that what happens when you don't when you don't put out forest fires? You get fire whales? I mean Who knows what's going on over there? California's wild. Anyways, I get home and I'm like well, I'm still not really sleepy, so I'll just start watching a bit of Cobra Kai. I'll start watching season two, uh, which 
down to watch more of it later. Um, so I started watching season two because we, why we were up so late is because we decided, you know, let's just bang out season one. Just mm-hmm. like that. Because that show, we'll, we'll talk about that show more. Uh, but uh, that show's really good. Anyways, I started watching it a little bit and then I'm like, okay, I'm starting to fade a little bit. I'll, st- I'll think about looking back at my bed. I'll think about it. And then I get a call. I remember. Oh shit. I've got an interview today over the phone. Wait, so you didn't remember this last night? Nope. I didn't realize, I didn't know what time it was. So I was kind of expecting, oh, maybe it'll be in like the afternoon or something. Nope. That was uh that was 9am, 9am phone interview, which I fucking knocked that shit out of the park. I'm That's probably going to hear back real soon. And I'll be starting back working at an old place of mine. I won't say where, but it's a good time. You know what? Back I'm to, be honest back with you. It, the boys. I, th- I think it was the Cobra Kai uh, mantra that you had just seen. And it really pumped you up. It made you, you prepared yourself by staying up all night, not sleeping for your surprise interview. You know, I was thinking about it because I was talking to Lindsay as I was driving her to work about Cobra Kai and how much I do, like, kind of agree with some of the messages going on. Like, obviously, some of the methods of how we're getting there are a little bit extreme, but, like, the general sentiment of some people just need a bit of a backbone, you know? True, true. They're, they're like... Could use a bit of a kick in the ass a little bit, and I'm like, you know, what? I, I get that, I understand that setting. Yeah, bro, just the, I can totally understand the, uh, the way to live your life with the idea of don't be a pussy, just fucking go for it. Yeah. Why are you so scared? Yeah, just, just fucking ball out, you know. Just fight those around you. Just start punching people and see what Indiscriminately. happens. Indiscriminately. Just fight everything and everyone. And if there's something about you that you don't like, change it. And if you can't change it, we'll fucking beat somebody up about it. If someone start like, Hawk is a great example. Like, I'm yeah, he's, so been, he's a bit of an asshole, but like, he leaves for a moment. And then comes back and he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to flip the script. He's like, you know like, what? You were right. <laughs> I was being a little bitch. I'm tired of being a little bitch. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I love it so much. Cobra Kai is the sleeper hit of, uh, I'm, I'm going to say 2019 because no one was watching it on YouTube. I never even heard no. of it when it was on YouTube. I heard but, of the announcement of like, hey, I did hear thing the that's happening on YouTube. I'm like, I'm probably not going to watch it because I don't want to pay for shit on YouTube. Okay, same thing. I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Uh, but I have never seen, uh, to this day, I haven't seen uh, Karate Kid. Karate Kid? But like, I've never saw the first one. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, what, what do I care about them bringing back Cobra Kai? I thought they were the villains and I immediately wrote it off. Until Netflix was like, we need you to watch this. And I'm like, well, I guess I have nothing else to do uh, right now at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday night. And then it ended up being uh, 
one of the first shows I binge watched in like I don't know years. I the last thing I binge watched was forever. Castlevania, but those are like three episodes. Yeah, they're they're a much smaller sample size. This is what thirty minute episodes, and there's there's ten of them the first season, and then probably another ten the second season. Like that. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I think the last one I almost binge watched was uh, Stranger Things, whatever the current season is, because that was uh, also pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I I had some like minor, minor, minor gripes with the last season of Stranger Things, but overall, that season was still like pretty good. You know what? One gripe I didn't have the music. I still go back oh. and listen to some of those that music. That music is just amazing. Timeless. Timeless soundtrack. Like, I love it. They have it in like the right setting. It's fucking 85. It's like the summer of 85. Like, oh fucking bangers. All you got is bangers. That synth that synth is so good. And like it's just like I, I said this before and I'll say it again, but Steve was the MVP that season. <laughs> Steve and his adventures are the, like, it, it saves the show for me. It's like, uh, it, it would be, this show would be kind of just okay, but then mm-hmm. Steve and his homies are just, and their adventures are, like, the best shit in the world. I didn't give a fuck about what everyone else was doing. I was like, I want to know what they're doing in the fucking Russian lab underneath the mall. Holy and even shit. though, like, it was, it was focused, it was kind of, it was kind of love focused. But I felt like that worked. I felt that this, I feel like an, uh, a love story where one of them is uh, some kind of super powered experiment that works way better than random uh, kid love stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. If if Eleven was just the average girl who is, I don't know, what do girls do? Stay home and play PlayStation? Uh, if she was at home playing PlayStation, it wouldn't be nearly as interesting. But because she is uh, Jean Grey of the X-Men, she, she's Jean it's Grey, super but interesting. Like 10 true like she she's very much that fish out of water like this is all new to me and like every everything's a new experience so that that and i do i do like her friends going listen don't don't fuck with that dude that dude is trash bro what you need to do is go to the mall the mall is where it's at also i do love that like they they very much lean into the fact that like oh these kids are now they're now becoming shitty teens. <laughs> so they're going to be they're They're not understanding what the hell is going on with them and everything. It's all fucking fucking hilarious. But you know what? To bring it full circle to our previous podcast, I think the one thing that would make it slightly better. Introduce skateboarding. I don't know when skateboarding was invented, but I now want the uh, Tony Hawk thread. Of the, well, the skateboarding got started in like the probably the very late sixties, early seventies, because like it, it's an offshoot of surfing. Because surfing's been around a lot longer than skateboarding. Yeah, true, true. Were they doing that in the the war, like uh, surfing over in Japan? Okay, so there. Well, there was a there's a bit in um, uh, Apocalypse Now. Where Robert Duvall's character, uh, Tank Colonel uh, Kilgore, is an avid surfer. And he has surfboards with him on his uh, team. And 
even though they're in a hot zone, they're in the middle of combat, he he orders his uh, troops to go surfing. Because Charlie mm-hmm. don't surf. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, skateboarding was introduced uh, first started with wooden boxes or boards with roller skate wheels attached to the bottom. So like this is in like the forties. So like the very early rudimentary uh, <laughs> skateboarding that had started around there. It's like scooters basically. Uh, it wasn't until like the '60s where we started seeing uh, the surfers uh, adapt their surfboards into smaller skateboards because they call it sidewalk surfing originally. Yeah, which actually that's actually not a bad uh, way of putting it. Uh, but yeah, like '70s, like it, it was probably around the '80s when it started gaining a bit more popular. You know what? I would love to see uh, Stranger Things 4. I think we're on the fourth one. Kind of. Yeah, four season would be the next one. Yeah, let, let's jump a little. Let's age them up a little. And I'd be totally down to see them skateboarding places. Let's go to like 1989, 1990. Or oh, man. A 90s Stranger Thing would be wild. Because, like, I, I said this a long time ago, but I, I was originally hoping, like, after the first season was done, that this would become, like, an anthology series. Like, it would be, like, the Twilight Zone, but, like, instead of one episode in, in one setting, it would be one season in one setting. Next season in a different setting. So, like, ah, we, have, we have, like, season one would have been, like, in Hawkins, Indiana in 1984 then you could, like, jump to, uh, I don't know, Galveston, Texas in 1995 or 1991, <laughs> and it's, like, aliens instead. And then uh, you get Manhattan, New York, 1990, as a bunch of kids find an alien in the sewers. No, nah, they find the subway. Not the, <laughs> not, 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 uh, not the sewers, the, uh, the subway. <laughs> But, like, I always thought, like, it would be cool if, like, once they're, like, done with the Hawkins setting, that they, like, yeah, no, we're moving on to the next kind of thing. Like, we we jumped to, like, 30 Chicago uh, during the fucking Great Depression, and, like, there's some sort of, like, vampires or something. (laughs) Just just fuck around with it. Hawkins is not a real place, though, right? Sorry, what? Hawkins? Is it not a real place? I don't believe so. Uh, I believe Hawkins is like probably an amalgamation of multiple small towns. I see. Yeah, it's a, it, it is a fictional town. Which is probably based on so what would your uh, what would your fictional um, representation of Canada be called? Like a like a small town in Canada? Uh, like you could you could get away with calling something like I, I'm sure there's like a 
Oh God, I'm just trying to think of think of something. Uh, we're we're gonna set it in Quebec, and it's gonna be in like a fucking some French fucking town, some frog. Town. <laughs> and they're they're dealing with demon frogs. Demon frogs. De- demon frogs. Cause French. <laughs> so That's it'll be, it'll be New York based. Uh, instead of the Big Apple, it'll be called Appleton. And I think the, you can still get away with calling like cities, like big cities, by their actual name. Yeah, but, but maybe, like it wouldn't. Maybe like it the wouldn't neighborhood be. is like a fictional neighborhood. Fair enough. Oh no, that's the name of the project building, Appleton Appleton Projects. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, and yeah. then, and then in the subway, uh, you're dealing with uh, ghost crocodiles. <laughs> ghost crocodiles. From all and those, then we uh, do from all those pet crocodiles you were flushing down the sewers because it got too. Oh pet. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the crossover where you find, uh, the lizard. that's what he's called right in spider-man yeah yeah you find the lizard you find the lizard and then spider-man shows up at the end and it turns out stranger things is in the marvel universe boom print it put it put it in a print right now i was about to say killer croc but no that's a dc villain yeah that's dc you know sometimes they make the lizard kind of look more like a crocodile true true it's kind of just like the reptile. The reptile. That said, the worst thing about this pandemic is I'm missing my constant flow of Marvel movies. I need it. It sounds dumb. I know. Disney bad. But I love Marvel comics. I don't read them. But something about seeing Spider-Man uh, whip his way around a screen and seeing like nothing makes me more excited than the Marvel reveal than at the end of a movie where Thanos stands up and puts his gauntlet on and is like, all right, I'm coming. Y'all taking too long. Mm-hmm. I want doom so bad. Oh my God. I've talked about this on multiple occasions of how much I want Dr. Doom. But like, I don't know. I don't know how you do uh, like oh i know exactly how you do it like there there's multiple avenues you could go down you can either make him like become like he is the big bad he's gonna be the next big bad he's thanos level because he mm-hmm. he regularly goes through those like spurts of like you know he's just like the uh, he's just like an average villain to like he is just a god he is actually just a god True. Okay. Okay. So that works imperfectly because how I envisioned him being introduced into the Marvel uh, MCU is through Thor that he shows up uh, searching because, you know, he's got the magic, uh, magic science crossover stuff going. Yeah. And I'm like, well, where else would he get magical stuff to make his armor than Asgard? So I'm, I see. I totally see my dude showing up uh, to get whatever he needs uh, from the Asgardians as he is decimating their uh, their society and uh-huh. just raining down terror. And I can totally see like a scene where uh, someone, maybe Valkyrie, 
uh, and this is like this has to be a stinger. So I'm yeah. thinking maybe at the end of Love and Thunder when Thor is depowered and I'm sure she's doing something somewhere because I imagine uh, Jane as Thor uh, is going to be gonna on Earth. That, yeah, she's going to be on Earth though. She's not going to hang yeah. out in Asgard. So I no, totally see gonna, him showing yeah. up and coming for the medals. And everybody's like, oh, my God, is this a reckoning? Are we dying? And uh, are you to be our reckoning? And you just see as the stinger for that movie out of the shadows comes the the, uh, you know, those big old circle things on the shoulders are just shining as he walks out and he goes, no. And he just goes, I am to be your doom. And it's just got the sick voice <laughs> and you see him coming to the frame. Dude, Feige needs to hire me. I'm bringing all the... All- Every stinger, heat. I'm bringing the heat. I want every stinger to be a sick Marvel reveal. I'm tired of uh, things like of the Deadpool Joker, movie Joker just showing. We need, yeah, we I need to bring back the heat. I want people to go either who the fuck is that or that's the sickest shit I've ever seen in my life. Tough I wouldn't life. even mind if we kind of swung it around to the point where, because honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Ultron pop up again. Like after we got uh, Reed Richards back in, so we'd yeah. have we'd, we'd bring Doom back. Doom shows up. He's lead. I want it to be a Doom movie too. I want him to fight the Fantastic Four. I, I yeah, I don't want a Fantastic Four movie. I want a Doctor Fucking Doom movie. Hell yeah! It goes into like the the little relationship they had before uh, they yeah, go their like separate his ways. Little, like rivalry with Reed Richards and like them going through like university and just. Be and like they have an accident that leads to him uh, developing his doom powers, right? Yeah, and he's yeah, I, I, he has an accident, and Doom's whole whole motivation, from what I understand, is his love of his mother. He wants to gather power. He wants to bring it back. That that is so relatable. The love of parents and and trying to bring them back from uh, the the suffering that they've been going through, and. Yeah, I think that's what we need right now. We need a Doom movie. We don't need another Fantastic Four. I know. Uh, Marvel fans are big on the Fantastic Four. They love Reed Richards. They uh, believe in what he does. And I guess because like uh, the Fantastic Four, I guess is a classic book that he's important. He's way more important and way bigger than Iron Man and stuff was apparently. Uh, But those powers just don't interest me. I don't really care about Stretchy Man, uh, Invisible Girl, Fire, yeah. fire dude and, and not hulk, hulk. <laughs> the, thank you He's, the thing is not hulk let's be honest here he's just a no. very boring orange not hulk yeah he had an interesting storyline in that first movie like they at least like uh made me like kind of feel for uh, what's his name frank Grimm. is that is that what uh, i know his last name is Grimm. i don't know if his first name is frank though At this point, I don't even remember that movie. I remember uh, the girl who goes invisible in it, and Cap- wasn't Captain America Fire Fireman? Torch? Yeah, he was. He was a uh, Human Torch, Chris Evans. Yeah, that's a hell of a redemption. All the all the Human Torches get their redemptions. <laughs> they really did. Um, the human but at this point being the human torch is as close as you get to um interning for a marvel position <laughs> if you could get hired to be the human torch for fox uh 
Uh, Marvel will hire you to play a much ben better Grimm. part later. Ben Grimm. That's, that's who he is. But yeah, not Hulk. Even She-Hulk is above Ben Grimm in the list of big, bulky characters I want to see fight. Yeah, he's he's just big, big, bulky dude who... Like, even She-Hulk does his job better. Yeah. <laughs> of, like, big, bulky dude that can, like, you know, actually talk. True. Because what does he do other than be friends with Reed Richards? Like, he's just the muscle on the team. That's pretty much yeah. it, right? Yeah. Even Spider-Man was very Fantastic Four. Let's <laughs> be honest here. Let's be honest here. Let's be, let's be real real here. And like I watched some I watched some Marvel videos and I think like they said, Oh yeah, he's comparable. He he's he can rock with the Hulk, but I'm like, can he really though? I mean, let's be honest here. Hulk is winning that fight every time. Or like no one has to send Ben Grimm to another planet because he might kill us all. No one's ever having yeah. that problem. No, that's never happened. Like, you may bring him in just to like all right, we need you to do basically damage control and like make sure he doesn't he doesn't kill us all. Mm -hmm. But like, we're not expecting you to win. Oh, never, we're never. You to slow him down so that we can eventually all slow him down, and hopefully, much. he calms down. But yeah, like there there was I remember pitching this idea to my friends, and I'm I'm gonna pitch it to you as well of. I almost want to see, like, Doctor Doom, but in the more, like, comedic an uh, angle of, like, like, he has his own fucking country. He has Latveria. Like, a documentary, like, mockumentary style of, like, something akin to, like, uh, what we do in the shadows, but it's a fucking Doctor Doom movie. You know how you it get just... that, too? Because you know who else is kind of goofy? Ultron. So if you bring back Ultron... <laughs> To pilot the uh, the Doombots, you could get yeah. your found footage through the eyes of a Doombot movie. <laughs> and it's just it's just Doctor Doom just kind of just hanging out and laughing. Like it's I I could almost see the dialogue itself being almost like Metalocalypse, where it's just <laughs> it's just so fucking weird. Because <laughs> like Doom is like. He's so versatile. He's maybe one of the most versatile characters in Marvel's arsenal. Of like, he can be this ultimate, like, god-tier badass. While also probably being one of the funniest fucking characters. Just by being, like, so deadpan serious about his, like, fucking weird situation. <laughs> and I could totally see, like, uh people coming to relay important pieces of information and he's not giving them the time of day. He's kind of in his own head. He's doing other stuff. He's just a very uh, focused individual he's who's messing with this robot he found. Know? He's just sitting there. You know what that would he most likely be? that trap doors for fun. <laughs> that would most likely be the uh, stinger of, oh, you know what it is? It's the end of the Doom movie. When, of course, the Fantastic Four wins because it's a superhero Heroes movie and they have to. God, uh, so I after they win, they find, they, they find the, the Doombots. And then as they're going through the footage, that's the credit sequence. Is him in the found footage just messing with stuff or sitting around and being bored before he like, gets news that like 
spurs him to action. It's just like, what does Doom do when he's <laughs> not trying to amass power? Off camera. <laughs> he's because uh, he, he runs a country. He, he doesn't take his mask off. He's just. He's just, just always wearing being, the mask. Yeah, he's just he gets, full, he gets full out of bed. He's got like the sleep cap, but it's over the mask. Uh, yeah, he's wearing he's wearing the robes. He still got the mask on, uh, and he's just well, like, like the robes are over top of his suit and everything. He doesn't. Could take you imagine? Anything off. No, no, no. He's got the gauntlet, not the gauntlets. The uh, the shoulder pads on the cape <laughs> and the mask. But you can clearly see his like dad bod as he's walking through the castle in his like, <laughs> it's uh, like his, his sleeping tongue. gown. And he's got and he's, he's the type of person to have a candle like up to his mask, but it's like just spilling down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I want it to be super subtle. On the table, there's just a coffee cup that clearly has a, a straw sticking out of it. <laughs> Just a little sip. <laughs> Doom is very tired. I'll just take a sip. <laughs> oh, oh, I kill for this movie. I would kill for the Doctor Doom movie. <laughs> and it will be like uh it'll be oh, you know what it does? So the entire credit sequence is that. And then the stinger is the realization that these Doom bots aren't just like AI, it's Ultron in the Doom bot. <laughs> <laughs> he found Ultron's body and it was like oh, I can use this that'd be sick Marvel needs to hire us this will be great I'm sure they'll well, do Mar- something Marvel, fun if you're listening but... well for one we want royalties uh, but two then, you know, bring us in on this you know, we got some ideas so I got brilliant ideas you know who else I'd like to see uh, brought in like actually but not like how terribly they'd done it before now that they've I think this was a Fox movie or was it Sony it's either Sony or Fox but uh I I really want to see the Ghost Rider come back oh fuck um that's Fox I believe that would be so much fun now do you do you want Johnny Blaze or do you want like Robbie Reyes oh I want the 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 first one from the you want uh, Johnny Blaze no, no, no. I want the first one. <laughs> I want the, uh, what is it called? The prehistoric Avengers? Where oh, he's he's on the, the mammoth? The first Ghost Rider. I want to know what kind of vengeance uh, this man out of time wanted. <laughs> How did this even start? Who was the first Ghost Rider? He's just riding like a flaming fucking... A fucking saber tooth tiger or like a no wait he's right a t-rex isn't he no no it's a it's a saber tooth the t-rex that you're probably thinking of oh, is a venom thing there's a venom t-rex somewhere oh yeah that's comics another thing silly. i want them to do and we oh need, my god we need the comic movies to start leaning into more of the the hilarious just the stupid shit it's getting slightly too dramatic, which is why right now my favorite comic movies are always the Ant-Man series because no one's goofier than Ant-Man. You can't make him serious because he's a man that turns into an ant. Or he gets real big and somehow it's still strong, even though that's not real how big. his power should work. No, no, we don't no, no, know no, how no, this Don't worry works. about it. <laughs> it's like when you get small, everything gets more dense, but also when you get big, everything still gets more dense. 
we're always growing in density. <laughs> Never stop growing in density. What is the truth here? I love it though. I would, uh, I would, t- oh, Nova. I also want Nova to show up. Where's Nova? It was teased and now I want it. You better fulfill it. You better, uh, make good. Yeah. I don't know much about Nova other than like he was a pretty good character in uh MVC. He was? That's about it. That's all I know. <laughs> I think what I like about it is uh I want more characters that don't necessarily have superpowers. Sorta. Like one of the reasons I really like Iron Man is he's still just a dude from uh from New York. And I'm pretty sure uh, Richard Ryder was just a dude before he gets to be Nova. Because it, it's the helmet that more or less gives him his powers, right? I'm not 100% sure. That's why I haven't said it. I'm not 100% sure that the helmet gives him his powers. But I know they definitely enhance them. Because supposedly uh, there's some storyline where uh, the whole planet gets destroyed. And so the either the will or the powers of everybody else in the core is in the helmet. So he gets a huge boost, which sounds mm. sick to me. I'm totally for it. But yeah, like, like as our, as our friend here is also pointing out, uh, like the Punisher, he's just a dude with a lot of guns and a lot yeah, of he's, anger. He's a man who is upset and that's a superpower. He's more upset than anyone else. So upset that he's willing to go the extra mile and hurt people. Okay. Okay. I'm now just remembering that one scene from the last season of The Punisher. And I I remember when we watched this and I think we all lost our fucking shit. This was the opening to one of the episodes where uh, uh, Russo is on the bus. Mm-hmm. And he gets off the bus with that one guy, that one huge douchebag. And then he he ends up taking that guy's clothes and everything and the fucking music and everything playing and oh my god, that scene fucking destroys me every time I think about it. That, anytime, that scene lives rent free in my head. Anytime I think about the Punisher though, it makes me hope just so vehemently. I don't know if that's the word or if I use it correctly, but it makes me hope that with that what if series that they do because it's I that's the only way I can see us getting they're not giving us this in a full movie they never will but I, I want to see Thanos uh, on the chest of the comic pu- uh, cosmic punisher mm-hmm. cosmic cosmic uh, ghost rider slash do, do you have you seen that art it's, I remember a friend of mine telling me all about like I believe it's whole series yeah, I believe it's the Punisher who is given the powers of vengeance, but is also uh, the um, herald for Galactus. All three in one, who I think he is tasked with killing Thanos as a baby before he becomes a problem, but instead yeah. goes, I'll raise this baby. I want, I want that. I want that so bad. I want little baby Thanos on the chest of... Uh, 
a heavily Ghost Rider. Yeah, I want a heavily makeup um John Barathol wearing the cosmic ghost rider outfit. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Uh who was because I remember in that fucking series that like Thanos kills everyone except for like the Silver Surfer or something, and he's got like uh, Mjolnir. Is that mm-hmm. is that how it went? Ah, uh, I don't remember. I haven't read it. I've just seen the sick art. Every time I see art of of the uh, the character design for Cosmic Ghost Rider, I save it, but I have no idea what the storyline is. I just looked it up, Cosmic Ghost Rider, and the first thing that popped up was a, the book by uh, Donnie Cates. It's just Cosmic Ghost Rider, Baby Thanos Must Die. <laughs> I mean, he knows what he's about. I'm glad I got that correct, because it would be messed up if uh, that wasn't the storyline and I just came up with that in my head. No, it's it's pretty fucking sick. Uh, yeah, I think it is Silver Surfer. He's like the the last hero remaining in that story. That's what's up. I hear uh, I hear people like uh, Donny Cates, and he does good work. Ah. <sighs> One thing I really enjoy, though, um, as of late, is I just go back and I, I specifically go back to watch Thanos. Thanos may have been my favorite part of the last uh, saga, quote unquote. The Infinity Saga, I think they called it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he may have made it for me. I really like how uh, over the top his portrayal is. Like he is, like he's insane. That we have oh, to make definitely. that clear. He's a fucking madman. Definitely saga. Definitely, but he's he's a walking man of one-liners and weird beliefs, <laughs> and I just I love him so much. He's full of. You know what he is? You know what he is? He is Sergeant Johnson from Halo, where he's got all of his fucking action villain one-liners. <laughs> And he's, I like to think that he's just like a practicing on the mirror of like, oh, I'm going to say this and these guys and the fucking heroes are going to be like, oh my God. Honestly, he feels like a wrestler every time uh, a battle is about to start where he's just, he just goads everybody he's fighting. He, like who, who else, who, who else walks up to a person that is standing between them and what they want and just goes, I hope they remember you. <laughs> when, I, when I'm done, half the world will be gone, but I hope the rest, I hope they remember you. Because it also implies that one, if he's not a part of the half that gets like offed by the, the dust, that he's going to die here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he's like fucking hard done. It's beautiful. And I'm also wondering, like, I'd also be excited for crossovers between animation and non-animation. Because I know some of the 
uh, Marvel Disney shows are supposed to be animated that are coming up. Isn't the What If series supposed to be animated? I think so. I believe it is. I really honestly think so. And Spider-Verse is already animated. I would love... I would love to see an animated version of uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man and uh, Eddie Brock from the Venom movie show up in that universe and vice versa. I'd like to see the human uh, version of, I say human, the live action version of Miles Morales show up in the the Venom movie specifically because I want to see Venom Miles show up as well. And I want to see if you could ever actually adapt uh, the Venom, Venomized Gwen Spider character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was a wild costume. I wonder how you would ever bring that to life. Let me look at it again. And I don't know if uh, it would ever be called anything else because i don't know i don't I haven't read much venom but i would love uh an idea for a maybe it's a what if but venom world where everybody on earth just gets venom everyone's venom venom <laughs> now it's the venom all the time everyone has their pet symbiote symbiote symbi- symbiote Symbi- How many different pronunciations can we get for this one fucking? Word? I mean, everybody would be living perfect lives, being able to walk and healed of all their uh, issues, and also uh, supposedly it's sucking the life from you, but it's fine because you're better now. Because <laughs> now you're venom. Listen, I'm not even lying. I I don't care what the what the trade off is. I want my symbiote. Having a symbiote would be sick. You, well, I mean, you can get one. It's called tapeworm. No, 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 no. I want a symbiote, not a parasite. I know I can get a parasite. I've got like <laughs> 10 of them. I'm joking. But I want to... I want to see a, a little... You know, I have a friend at all times. You're playing a little Warzone. You're like, hey, buddy, you want to hop over some Warzone? He's like, sure. And your, your little gooey symbiote goes over and with its tentacles he pops place out on his shoulder and you know he's yeah he's got controller in his- <laughs> and he's helping me see stuff because that's the that's the big problem i have in warzone is sometimes they're real small i can't really see him he's like oh this guy right there right there and he, he's pointing it out on the screen i'm like thank you i appreciate that symbiote together we are unstoppable <laughs> let's go get get uh snacks afterwards <laughs> let's go get snacks they love chocolate right I love chocolate. Yeah. We're good. Let's go get some Jersey milk. <laughs> well, we'll set a camp on fire. It'll be a great night. But yeah, I love it. I love Venom. I love uh, the Marvel Universe. Uh, as bad as it sounds, DC don't excite me. Like, <laughs> whenever they announce something... Not only is it too uh, gloomy, but like I'm so not not impressed. You know what I mean? Like when I see somebody show up in a 
Marvel movie stinger. I'm like, that's the sickest shit ever. I never knew about Thanos before Thanos showed up. This purple man. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but he looks sick. And he showed up in a way that was cool. And it kind of demands my attention. I think Shazam was the last DC movie I saw that I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I really like Shazam. I kind of don't know why they didn't just do the the Batman universe. I I guess they've been a little bit gun shy ever since like Batman versus Superman like was critically like not considered that good, even though it did well commercially. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go down that route though. What I wanted is you saw the uh original Batman trilogy, you saw the the third one? Yeah. Yeah. D- do you know do you do you remember when they revealed his his uh him being Robin? Yeah, Robin Blake. Yeah. What what why show me that if you're not going to do anything with that? I thought they were going to make a Robin exactly. movie or something or like uh the the next generation, because it's does that movie end with him not being Batman for a whole year, or they yeah, think he's dead? It, it ends with him and uh, Catwoman in like Italy, and Alfred sees them. See if if they gave this to I don't know if it's the writer that takes care of this or the uh, director, but if this was in the hands of Marvel, uh, we would have saw that scene. And then the stinger would have shown that in the past year, uh, there's a team of Bat family that has been working since Batman had quote unquote died. Yeah. Also, they probably wouldn't call the guy Robin Blake. He would be Tim Drake. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Thus, he probably at that point would just be the Red Robin. It would be sick. It would be sick. It'd be fucking sick. I like I I'm with you. I want to see eventually get like the actual Bat Family, but like right now we're in such a fucking weird spot with the with everything with fucking DC where it's like the Batman is gonna be like in its own little universe and like oh don't even get me started on that. <laughs> it's at least Marvel was just like no, it's all in one. It's all in this one universe. Now this extra bullshit that we was all the the most they went into like the multiverse stuff was in Infinity War or uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. and even then it they explained a way that made sense. It was fine. It worked out. It wasn't too confusing. True. But like man, fucking. Fucking DC is all over the place. They just need, they just need to like, you know, stick with something thick and thin. It'll get better probably. Because I want to see DC succeed. I want to see a more, more good DC stuff. Because we know they have it in them. Mm-hmm. Like these, like I think I've said this before, but like DC's cast of heroes. I believe are at least before the MCU took off, I would consider them like the more famous uh, gallery of heroes. Cause Maybe. like, 
in Superman? comparison to Marvel, where arguably the most uh, the most famous hero in Marvel is Spider Man. Everyone knows Spider Man. Everyone loves Spider. I'd agree with he that. Probably... I don't. I don't see Japanese Superman anywhere. <laughs> no, because like it, it, it probably goes like, in terms of like, if you were to like just ask someone on the street, name a superhero. Number one and number two are probably Superman, and Batman, and then Spider Man. But then Fair. after that, I think I think you start naming off maybe more DC heroes than you're than you would have been naming off like Marvel heroes until like uh, at least if the past like ten or so years where Marvel movies suddenly became like a really a part of our culture. Yeah, you you see Wolverine. Everybody knows Wolverine at this point. Every everyone knows Wolf. Like it also does help that like X Men did help like like that first X Men movie like all twenty years ago. Help bring back like superhero movies into like the limelight. Like Blade also helped with that, but that was like it was more of an action movie than it was a superhero movie. You want to say Spider Man? Uh, Tom Raimi wasn't it? Run, run. Sam Ron Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi? Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I always credited that with being the... Oh, yeah, superhero movies could be cool. Yeah. Well, like... That was, like, what, 2002? Because it was right after... Because I, I still remember that fucking uh, poster that had, like, Spider-Man looking at the Twin Towers. And then, I don't like, remember that. Happens. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. It's wild. Yeah, there was a whole trailer with him in between the two towers. Fantastic. <laughs> like, you can probably look that up and you'll see, like, oh shit. And this was, like, m- months before the movie actually dropped. That's such a weird coincidence. I'm not saying Spider-Man did it, it but... Was, it, was, <laughs> it was an inside job. Just not by who you think. It never is. But, like... X-Men came out before Spider-Man and like X-Men the the first X-Men movie fucking blew up because people loved it. Also, did you know David Hayter was a writer on that and on X2? Oh, yeah. I thought at first I thought you said Bill Hayter and then I remembered, oh yeah, Snake Snake worked on it. Yeah. Yeah, he he, 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 he like writes all sorts of stuff. I was like, shit, this guy does some good stuff. Like on the writing side. And he's Snake. And he's Snake. Yeah, like, X-Men happened, superhero movies became really pop, like, oh shit, there's a lot of money in this, and Spider-Man came out, and it fucking blew up. It fucking shook the world. And it's still shaking it to this day. This new Spider-Man looks sick. Yeah. I really like the Tom Holland. He He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, so I'm I'm gonna lay out a little bit. Maybe I don't think this is really a hot take. I feel like it might be a bit more mild. But I, if bar for bar, pound for pound, I still think that first Iron Man movie might be the best Marvel movie, at least MCU movie. I think the best MCU movie uh, might be 
Um, it might be Infinity War for me. Cause like I, I I'm just thinking back through like the pantheon of all these like Marvel movies that have came out in this huge chunk of time, and I still think about Iron Man and just mm-hmm. how fucking much of an impact that movie had on just like for one that did help revive Robert Downey Jr.'s career like it was oh, kind definitely. of a shitter at that point and then he fucking comes out and he's like, that's motherfucking Tony Stark that's fucking Iron Man and I don't and think anybody like, else could have done it no no one I can't I think love, anyone I love else. Robert Downey Jr. as uh, Iron Man but like just every scene in that like it is as close as they've gotten to like just a straight up flawless movie mm-hmm. maybe the iron monger was like a little bit of, like may, i don't know he he was all all right but uh who would you just, who would you have swapped it for though like uh iron monger i i don't know i think he's also like the perfect guy to like start off as the uh villain here because like i can't think of anyone else because you have to build up to uh iron man like guys like you know Ultron and so on uh Whiplash was kind of bit of that was kind of rough but uh I I like again I don't think I would really swap out any anything it is as close as they've gone in my opinion to just a straight up 100% perfect movie it was like every scene I that, that fucking scene where he just like drops into fucking like yeah <sighs> You remember that fucking tank scene, right? Mm-hmm. That fucking tank scene's iconic. True. Of like, oh, the shell fucking, like, goes by. He just, like, just goes, like, he just, like, leans back a little bit and, like, it's gone. And he just, like, shoots a little thing. And he just mm-hmm. fucking walks away and it fucking blows up. Every time. Every time that fucking gets me. It's like, I- fuck Yeah. I think for me personally, though, when it comes to Iron Man, Iron Man is his best uh, when he is doing different things with the suit. So that Iron Man is okay, but it's still too mechanical in that he has to have the suit be put on in pieces. To me, the singular best Iron Man scene is not even like the nano machines. I think the nano machines was too far. And I understand why they had to do it because soon there was going to be no Iron Man. So of course you have to end with the classic nano machine suit. Uh, what I think is the coolest is the, it's two of them. The first is when he jumps off the roof of the building and it flies behind him and his suit catches him in midair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a Tony Stark that, only that's maneuver. That's Stark two, right? I think that's an Avengers. I think that's oh, after uh, Loki throws him off the Avengers building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely it because he puts it on when uh, he lands for the first time in his broken suit, and he offers Loki a drink, and he's putting on the the wrist things while making a drink, and then he gets thrown off, and his own suit catches him midair and wraps around his body at that point i knew 
this is no longer Iron Man needs help. Because, like, let's be honest. If shit pops off and Iron Man didn't have armor on, he would have to go to his thing, get it put on his body, and then drill together, and then it was stuck on him. The moment that he created a suit that would come when called, it was over. This is a superhero now. Now he and the suit are pretty much inseparable. And then the other part where I think is the next level of that is in the third movie where he is at home and he uh, goads the Mandarin into attacking his house. I don't know if you remember this because it is the third movie. It's not, it didn't receive a lot of praise. I consider it an amazing movie, but when he gets attacked at home and Pepper's there and he uh, has the suit go to Pepper. So now he's figured out how to do it without needing the dumbest things. The suit goes on Pepper to protect her from the falling house and then saves her. And then while a house is falling on him, he's able to call it off of her body and it strips itself away off of her body onto his mid fight. That is the sickest thing ever. It doesn't get sicker than that. I think that is the pinnacle Iron Man scene is after that it's kind of just tweaking it's kind of just making it more impressive but i think at that point it's trying to get to that level again yeah it never really does but like there's still cool stuff like the nano machines were always kind of like a cool thing but like i i still think about that fucking scene with the the fucking tank and just like ah fucking awesome if that if that first tank scene is like uh, the Atari, like it, uh, comparing it to gaming, if that's like the Atari where we're like, oh shit, you, this works, you could make the thing, then I consider the uh, first time he calls a suit to him in the Avengers uh, to be his uh, polygonal moment. So that's like PS1 graphics, the first time we do 3D. Yeah, the first time and we then, get 3D. And then I consider the jump to the uh, calling it to whoever's body you want to be uh the jump from uh xbox to xbox 360 so this is our entering the hd HD. era yes the hd era and then from there you're going to 4k and it definitely looks better it's definitely better but the jump is not the same that that initial jump is very significant and i think uh i think they should have spent more time showing his other suits i think uh one of the issues is that he doesn't appear as many places uh, as I'd like to. Like, because he has a suit for every occasion, I want him to show up in Guardians of the Galaxy and show off his spacesuit too. I mm. want to see the uh, the gold and black armor. They did kind of show him at the end of three where he blows everything up, but I want to see him show up in different suits. Yeah. Like you said, he's got a suit for every occasion. Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that, like, since we still have the what-ifs and stuff like that, that they do use that as an opportunity to show off more of the Iron Man suits. All right, yeah. You know what? Let's, uh, let's go into this. Speaking of, like, the black and gold suits, you want to talk about Cobra Kai for a second? I'll talk about Cobra Kai for a second. I think that is, uh... And... and to tie it all in, I think the ending to Cobra Kai season one uh, is totally MCU-esque. It's fu- like uh, you put it perfectly. It's fucking anime. It's anime. So, 
Well, we're not going to spoil anything because, like, I think a lot of people now are watching Cobra Kai, so we're not going to we're, we're gonna keep it light on spoilers. Uh, but, uh, fuck, that show's so good. Like, I've just been think like, when I went to bed, when I actually went to fell asleep today, uh, all I could think about was Cobra Kai. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, it does that. So, it's so smartly written because it's, it's doing stuff I wish more of these further adaptations would do the these uh like we we get like remakes that are a dime a dozen we get so mm-hmm. many fucking remakes of stuff we don't get the continuations oh man and, and it's so, one... it's so reverent of the thing that came before and it you know what uh it makes uh the karate kid such an important film to its like lore where mm-hmm all these, everything these characters are doing and all like, while it stands alone, fine. Cause I haven't seen karate kid. You can clearly see with all the flashbacks and references that this is clearly a, Hey, uh, this is the second part of a larger narrative, but I think they do weave in enough flashbacks for you to understand, uh, what happened back then, what that movie is about. Yeah. And it's so fucking fascinating that there, there's a scene that we get, where we see another character's perspective of events that happened in the fir- in the first movie that is like oh my fucking god it's all perspective and, and all I this th- petty bullshit happens i think the reason that it's played very well is that when you don't have the perspective of both sides um, it's easy to go, well, yeah, Danny's right. This is a fucked up situation. But because uh, they kind of play off of the parallels of our new set of characters and our old set of characters and the situations they were put in, you kind of get like the feeling that all those villains, they were kind of also just kids going through some shit and all the kids are going through some shit. And it's very, uh, it's very nice to see uh, the evolution of, yeah, all these kids were going through some stuff and how one kid having a little success changed his life and how not having that success could put you in such a, a much different place. And I really like, yeah. I really like all of these characters. Like you would think, oh, switching to the quote unquote villains uh, yeah. perspective would you make would, things. You would think John would be a fucking asshole. The whole time. And he is. But like, he's not malicious. He's not. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's kind of a dick, but you know there's, there is a good person there who's just gone through a lot of shit. They've, they, he's just went, he went through the ringer. Just like Danny. And. D- Danny had a hard, and you know, he took out a lot of probably his frustrations on him. And it's cathartic seeing him, like, at, at a point he was starting to realize, oh my god, we're not that much different, are we? And you know what? I think I can appreciate how much work was put into it as well. Like, it does seem like it didn't have, like, a huge budget. Uh, but I feel like they really took what they had and made it work extremely well um within those restraints and constraints 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I love uh, Danny's wife a lot. Oh, she's great. She is. She's such a good character because she's a character that is missing in so many of these shows where, like. Half of the half of the people are like the side characters are just kind of yes men, mm-hmm. while she is actively pointing out like, what the fuck are you people doing? This shit and, was how long ago? Just bury it. And you know what I think There's the most no important point. part is, is that they oftentimes kind of play the the wife character off to be like a villain who just doesn't get it, um, but. Instead of getting, I, I feel like they did that in Breaking Bad too, where his wife was kind of portrayed as yeah, a huge Skyler. asshole. Yeah, I feel like they're able to do it here without uh, the wife coming off as an asshole and more of her going, "Listen, you won, okay? This, you got, you got everything you wanted from life, and everything is going great. The things that are happening to you that you are freaking out about, they're they're small. They're just pranks." Right now, you are reacting to the smallest stimuli in the most uh, overdramatic way. And I need you to take a step back and just pay more attention to what's going on. And you could see how they kind of stuck in the past. They're kind of stuck in that mentality. But it's good to have that character that's like, uh, at the end of the day, um, the stakes aren't as high as you guys are making them seem. I need you guys to relax. Yeah. Um... And also really, like, shows just how much, like, despite everything Danny did go through in The Karate Kid and subsequent movies, that he still holds some stuff. Like, he is still that hothead who is very emotional. Like, he is a very emotional person, even though, like, years and years later, he, yeah, he did win. He got everything he could have wanted in life. He has a, a a wife, a family, a successful career. Like he got he got he got a really good hand, but he did have to work for it. True, true, and he did, and, and everything happened to work out. And it's fascinating seeing the other side of that coin from Johnny's perspective of his life fucking crumbled, and it was probably it was all like the cracks were already there for him. And it all came crashing down on him, and he is just now really starting to pick up the pieces. He is also throwing those pieces sometimes at people, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's making that that effort to be better, and also imparting values that he should have gained. Uh, on to Miguel and he explains that he wants him to be better than who he was true true and uh, yeah like even even the new characters they introduce they're all fucking great like you'd think that Miguel would just be the fucking um, Danny of the story but mm-hmm. he does have qualities of being more of the Johnny of the story he and Ronnie he yeah. is able to uh fall into the same uh trap that Johnny did being uh because it's no you know I don't want to say too much cuz I want them to watch it yeah don't want to say so everybody 
everybody go watch Cobra Kai. Uh, maybe we should do like a, a mini bonus spoiler cast or something. Yeah, uh, well, you know what? When, when we finish Cobra Kai, let's let's do that. Yeah. But everybody should go watch Cobra Kai. Honestly, I think uh, this would be a good place to pause, though. Uh, not pause, but stop yeah. for this episode. Because uh, um, we are about to hit that 130 mark. And uh, some stuff is kind of come up so i do want to thank you guys for coming out coming out to listen um you know where to find me as always at twitter.com uh orosona and where can they find you as well uh they can find me at vagabond haunted on twitter.com and you can always be able to find our links to our Patreon, however else you wouldn't like to support us. Uh, we do have tiers that allow you to join our Discord. You could watch with us. You could play with us. Uh, always a thing to consider. Um, but if you're looking for us in between podcasts, you know where to find us. Peace.